You there, Rob? I think I've got you, Rob. You got me. I've got you. Um, I bet you I'm sitting in the worst place than you are. Where are you sitting? Uh, I'm sitting in a hotel in Honolulu at the moment. You got me cold, Waikiki. Waikiki Beach. That's all right. I'm sitting in the Chermside Westfield car park. This this shopping mall must have 47,000 shops. I've let my wife loose, and I, I, I went down there. I wanted to check out um, armless singlets from Kmart. I did that. It took me three minutes. I came yeah. back and I'm sitting in a car. I don't think I'll see my wife again today. That sounds punishing. It's punishing. <laughs> Bike pain that can't join us at the moment, but I want to do a um, we'll do a part two to this, and I'll I'll, I'll cut them mm. together. Um, when we talk about the bike painter, had a, by the way, uh, Rob bike painter fucking mm. nailed it. He did. He, he really yeah. nailed it, mate. Proud of your bike painter. Yeah. Really uh, super proud. The way you represented the podcast, it was yeah. just unbelievable. I mean, he knew that there was a lot riding on it. There's a he lot did. riding on him. <laughs> there were nine people around the world cheering and just saying, he's not going to do it. He's all he's all talk. He's all talk. He proved that uh, we are not all talk on this podcast. But Exactly. Uh, no, it was, and it wasn't an easy day. It was, it was so hot and uh, really? yeah, for him to get, yeah. And, you know, he's, 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 he's a big unit. He is a big and uh, yeah, oh, he can he can move. He's he's, he's Blummy's twin brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Hey, so Rob, so where did three well. hours five get you in the forty-five to forty-nine age group? Do you know? Ah, oh, that is a very good question. If you just give me a minute, no, no, don't um, look. You tell me what you think it gets you. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to say eighty-fifth. Very good guess. Ninetieth. Ninety. Oh, ninetieth. <laughs> wow. Ten oh five gets you ninetieth, and the men's forty five to forty nine. Yeah, that's um, that's and, a tough. And, tough and, age and just group. just just to quickly cover off age groups, um, we really are the world's worst pundits. I'll be honest with you. No one should <laughs> ever ever take our advice and then go down to the TAB and place bets on because what we say because we are shit. Because I predicted um, a sixty to sixty five age group win for Stephen Farrell for New oh. Zealand. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, you, no, you, 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 no. you predicted it. Oh, fuck, you predicted I got it. that one wrong. <laughs> bless, bless. Something. I, look, I, I think that Ferrari got abducted by aliens. There you go. I it was the story. Yeah, that's a story I'd be using. Somewhere down yeah. on the Energy Lab road, the aliens picked them up and then they deposited <laughs> them back down, and that was a seven-hour forty-six run spot. Oh. Fuck, that's a long time to be out. <laughs> it's, it's abducted by aliens. Remember the famous yeah, Roy was, Warren? Roy Warren was the original abducted by aliens. Yeah. It, so that was 93. 93 got abducted by aliens. Yeah. So Ferrari was out longer than Gus took to do the whole race. Yeah, pretty much. Six yep. six minutes longer for the run than it took yep. Gus to do the whole race. Wow. For the whole, for the whole, <laughs> for the whole race. Um, and also, a sh- look, a shout out. We, You know what? I I I joined in the in the, in the I was with collectively with half of half of the New Zealand triathlon scene going holy fuck come on Mike come on Mike oh, yes we were Mike this is Mike Stowers we're looking at the we're looking at the feeds coming through as he went through all the aid stations ye of little faith anyone knows how to pace himself I don't know maybe it's the six hour thirty pacer for marathons Iron Mike he knew he what he was doing out there he knew what he was doing out there he knew he just yeah, had to make all... the cut off that's all he had to do. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he had a job and he, did winning, it. and he absolutely did it. So, yeah, so the Iron Mike, um, kudos, painter, kudos, Ferrari, mm. always next year. <laughs> Down to business, and I know, I know, I know you'll help, you'll help fill me in on, on the women's race. Um, yeah, but I want to talk about the men, it's hot off, hot off the press. Um, I'm gonna say this, I think that was the worst 
professional performance by New Zealanders in the history of Hawaii men? Uh, we have had a couple of years where we haven't had anyone there. Oh, okay. So this so, is the first time that we've had um, no pro men at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's so, all right. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's we certainly had... That's something with our worst performances, having no pro men finish. Yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah, it's, uh, that's pretty disappointing, <laughs> eh? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's... I, I mean, I guess with Brayden, he got sick. It's that's a tough that's a tough gig, eh? And and he started yeah. and he had a crack and he obviously was off colour. I'm not sure what happened with Kyle. Um, oh. It was hard to sort of follow the the progress through the day. Yeah, um, he looked like he was in in the mix for part of it, but um, I don't know. Maybe it was the end of a long season. Um, not too sure. So not so too sure, Rob. I, I I've been talking about winners and losers over the COVID years. And the winners were Alex Yee, for example, um, Hayden Wild, where they got that extra year Hayden. to get them through to uh, Tokyo, right? Mm. But yep. I've also talked about the losers who have lost because of COVID. Generally, the older guys, right? And mm. I'll tell you who I'm on my list. There's Fredino, there's the Brownies, mm-hmm. um, Gomez, right? They didn't, get yep. the, they didn't get their right or justifiable send-off. Now, I'm going to sadly do this. And I was picking him for the win. The The Biggest problem Braden faced is he lost two years when he couldn't afford to lose two years. Yeah. Now he's in the at the top end of his age and he's now joining the Fredinos and the um and the Brownleys who COVID finishes off his career. COVID takes yeah. away his 2020 race, his 2021 race. He had to put it all on on 2022, right? And he did, mm. and I thought he'd nailed it. Um, I need to get crook. So mm. it's just like the, the cruelest of of things because to be honest i won't after what i saw from eden and these the sam laidlows of this world i won't be putting my money down for the win in kona on Braden curry anymore what i mm. saw yesterday was i felt i saw the changing of the guard did we see a changing of the guard rob oh yeah 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 absolutely no. i mean the, i mean the, the veterans keenley skipper worth yeah. they like and as as Cam Worth said, he he went two seconds quicker than his his record bike split that he did a couple of years ago. He went yeah. two seconds quicker, and he's still so far behind Laidlow. It's it's just it's just incredible what what that guy's putting down. Yeah. Um. And actually, um, Worth 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 had a had a great quote where he said, "I I left cycling for a wee while and went back, and the game had changed." And now I've come back to triathlon, and the game has changed. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I'm saying, right? I'm not being I'm not being disrespectful to Baden Curry, and he can he can rub it in my face. I'm just quoting that these these new guys that are all under they're all like under 27 or 28, aren't they? Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Max Newman, um, Sam Laidlaw, the Norwegians, um, deep 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 Dietler, Dietler, Yeah, these guys are all 10 years younger. And Braden Curry, mm. and they're showing they're showing no respect to to, uh, to the elders of the sport. They're showing no respect to the island, to the mythical mm. island. They're showing no respect to anybody. They've just turned around. Have they done this, Rob? And you went to um, have those guys scienced the living fuck out of the sport. Is there a new level of coaching and, and science involved? In Ooh, well, so I, I we'll just go back a little bit. I, I, was, I was lucky enough just actually, um, I was sitting next to Bob Babbitt when we were watching one of my athletes coming in off the bike. And and I was having a chat to Babbitt about, about these young guys doing so well in the sport now. And I said, it's, it's like pro cycling. We're seeing the same thing happening in cycling. Yeah, and you've got 19, yeah. 20, 21 year olds winning grand tours. I said, now we've got 23 year olds dominating in Kona when back in the old days it was 
you know, you got to pay your dues. You got to have six or seven years in the game before you can win it. But so Eden and, and Blumenfeld definitely they, they definitely science the heck out of it, and they're doing very well at it. But Laidlow's not a hugely scientific guy. Like he, you look at what he does, and he just gets on the bike and he just goes. And I, I don't know, I don't know what his training is like, but he doesn't seem to have the same level of analysis and and covering off, you know, ticking every box as the Norwegians do. Max Newman, I, I think he's got. He's probably got some people in his corner to help him out scientifically, but Joe Skipper's not a huge science guy, yeah. and he, you know, he was fifth place. So there are some guys who who still get through on just solid hard work. But right now, I think the way it's looking with Eden and Blumenfeld doing what they do, science science is, is definitely definitely winning it. But then the other side, yeah, but then yeah. on the other side, is his his science doing doing too much and is it taking the race away because we saw Lionel Sanders and, and Colin Chartier who are quite open about how much they do in analysis and testing and stuff both failed miserably and and, yeah. and they're, they're the most they're, they're equally as scientific as as the yeah, other the Norwegians yeah 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 it's I don't I, I can't I can't see the other thing is too Rob um, here's some pop here's some other um, trivial pursuit questions for you what times what times were brownie running in Hawaii in his, in his good years uh, I'll say 246 248 250s 248s and 251s and the reason yeah. he was getting up getting up to seconds and thirds is because the Peter Reeds of this world who were who was running down were running 255s yeah um, and I, I've been trying really hard to um, see where Cam Brown fits into the picture as the goat for New Zealand. And I then realised um, I, I can't compare what the way they were doing. All he could race with is what was in front of him in, in 2002. And it's unfair to say, oh, my God, um, you know, he was literally only two or three minutes faster than um, was it Chelsea Sodaro won the women's, eh? Sodaro, yeah, yeah. Cam yeah. Brown was only a couple of minutes faster than the, than the woman's winner this year. That's just mind-bogglingly fast. Is is, is the this massive step up and improvement we've seen? Well, literally over the yeah. last couple of years, right? I um, think I think that a lot of those gains will, you know, particularly in the bike, has come with the technology of the bike as well. I think that's certainly changed things a lot. Right. But something but when she's running, it, when, when she's running. Yeah, when she's running a two fifty one, and back in yeah. the day the men were running on two fifty one. That's, that's right. That's and she's hugely scientific as well. Dan Plews, Kiwi, Kiwi, um, you know, triathlon coach Dan Plews looks after her, and he's a massive oh. science guy. So, so um, yeah, yeah it's probably New Zealand's greatest achievement is having is coaching an athlete to win an Ironman World Title. Well, that's um, nice to put that one. Because yeah. what, what, so, what I will I will say because I look I, I've been long trying to say okay here's here's my question to you who is the greatest New Zealand Iron Man of all time? Well, Aaron Baker. Okay, oh, male, male, she, male. Okay, male. Uh, well, Brownie. Yeah, it is Brownie. Because I was thinking yeah. to myself, is, is it is it is it um is it Braden? But no, it's not. No, because he's only had one podium. I I, I was cheering yeah. for Braden. I thought this was the race where Braden was really going to turn around and say, I don't care how big these boys are, I'm the man to do the job. And he might, he still mm. might well have um, been that guy, but the cruelty of, of the COVID years and then to just, just absolutely just, it was almost, I'd, I'd put down what happened to Braden almost the same as what happened to Terenzo Bazzoni when he got knocked off his bike. Yeah. That was the moment you can just draw a line in the sand and say, that's where. That's it. That's where the career ended. Well, but it might not be for him because he might still have a good two or three um, uh, Ironman New Zealand wins in him. He might have um, mm. uh, PTO PTO races to do. He could still do exceptionally well in all of those. I don't think his career is mm. over by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe I just need to qualify that. 
I'll, I'll put this. What about this scenario? If if we had a fit Braden, if we had the Braden that turned up at St George, because yep. that day he rode with Sam Laidlow and he he obviously ran away from him because he um yeah you know he 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 was a better runner that day. So let's say he rode and kept up with Sam Laidlow on the bike in Kona. Yeah, he he still could conceivably have won that race because 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 Laidlow ran two forty four. Well, Braden can do that. Eden ran 236. Well, Braden maybe can't do that, but he could probably do 238, yeah. 239. And he and Gus only won by two minutes. So Braden was still in the picture. He's he's still in that he's still in that race. Yeah, I I I, I that's 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 absolutely respectable. I will I will qualify that by saying I think no chance he would have won that race in Kona yesterday. No chance. That was Gustav yeah. Eden's race every day of the week. It was, yeah, because I think Eden still had the best, the best. The best Braden was. He was never beating Gustav Eden on the day. We all, we all deep down, I think even us that were cheering for Braden, we all knew deep down we're like, "Fuck me!" If Gus turns up, the only, the only unknown yeah. was, does he want to do the distance? Does he care about the race? All of these little, you know, touchy feely things. The answer yeah. was absolutely slam dunked to all of us. You know, well, I'll, I'll, we, I'll say, yeah. I'll, I was I'll, standing at the bottom. I was standing at the bottom of Polani Road when he came down and turned the corner, and and he he looked like he was still breathing through his nose. And Laidlow and Blumenfeld were were in a world of pain. So so Eden still had something more to give. If someone was yes, on his did. shoulder, he had more there. I'm I'm calling it early, Rob. I'm saying that Gustav Eden is the greatest long distance triathlete of all time. Too early? <sighs> Too early? Well, we Too said early? we well, he's never been beaten, uh, Rob. Never been he, beaten. Chris Wellington was never beaten either. For an Ironman yeah. distance, never been beaten yeah. by anyone. Never been beaten. Yeah, and and cool. every race he's done, he's never looked like losing. Not one. <laughs> race well, patiently. Oh, 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 Which which one? Which one? Not, we're talking long course here. He's been beaten yeah. in other races. Yes, yeah. but I'm, I'm talking half Ironman and Ironman distance. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, and you could add to that PTO. We well, got beaten there. Did he? Who beat him? Uh, I'll call it. No, 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 you're right. No, 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 he no, did. He, he won that, beaten. didn't he? Yeah, he's been beaten yeah. by nobody over long distances. Yeah. No one. He's Richie McCaw. Well, no, no I need a better <laughs> one. No, no. Currently, he is a young Valentino Rossi. Yeah, he's yeah. up in the sport and going, this is my sport now. You all pay homage to me. He does it in a nice, he doesn't do it, he does it in a nice way, of course. Yeah. But that's just the fact of the matter. Gus Eden is the man. And I mean, I, I, I disagree. Happy for you to disagree with me. I don't disagree, but I I, I'm, I can't believe that on 2019 we watched Fadino do what he did to that race, yeah, where he just absolutely destroyed it. And we watched that race, and I just I, I you know, I would have said that day we we've seen the best ever, and then we turn up two years later, <laughs> and we see this happen, and I'm like, oh no, I've seen the best ever now. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> Fernando is out of the picture in this in this he discussion. Is. He's no. he's he's um he's mid pack ten top ten. I'm 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 telling you, it's COVID has been cruel to the older men of our sport. Yeah. It's like COVID was killing off the old people in the rest homes, and now it's killing off the old men in triathlon. That's what's happened, and I really yeah. I, I want to be wrong. I'm happy to be wrong, but that's that's just how I sort of see that. Um, are you there, bike painter? I am, mate. Here I am. So, um, this is. Uh, Rob, we, we we cold open on you, brother. Yeah, we cold, we cold open on you, and we heartily, <laughs> heartily congratulated you for a stunning, a stellar, stunning performance. Well done, Peter. Thanks, that was fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was all right. It was it oh, was an okay. okay day. Just all right. Yeah, just an okay day. It was all right. Yeah, I think that you know the the thing with the thing with uh, triathlon is you always want to do better, right? Yeah, and uh, I you know I, I, it was a good day. 
uh, I, I enjoyed it. And I think that was the main thing for me is I, I wanted to go out and enjoy it. I wasn't, uh, I didn't have any expectations in terms of time. Um, it was just going out there, soaking it all in, basically just enjoying the whole experience, which is what yeah. I did. And I had a great time. Um, I, I tell you that the shock horror for me painter was at a yeah. 10.05. Get yeah. your 90th place in your age group. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so oh my god. So here's here's something here's something that'll blow your mind. Yeah. So in in my in my age group, I think round round numbers, there are about 670 competitors Whoa. in my age group, right? Well, yeah. Now to put that in perspective, when we raced Ironman Taupo. To qualify, yeah, we had about six hundred and seventy competitors across in all the eight groups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly, put put that into perspective. It it was it's. I think it was the biggest, if not one of the biggest, age groups there. How how many yeah. places? Did you win or lose when you got off the bike, Painter? Oh, it's yeah. you can't tell. There's just so many people, like just this big long stream of bikes. You like there's and there's no way to tell who's in your age group because there's no oh. lettering on anybody's Is legs no to tell you who's oh. in, nah, there's no lettering. So you don't know who's who's where. And because you've passed all the tail end Charlies for the age group in front of you, there's there's yeah. no way of knowing. So Roger. you just you just gotta you're in a sea. Go. Yeah, you're just in a sea of people and you just go go with how you feel on the day. Did it meet your expectations? Uh, in a way, it did. Um, there were a few disappointing things um, in terms of the um, the aid stations. Um, one, too far apart, not enough of them, uh, running out of water, running out of ice. And this is um, this is on, you know, oh my God. the run. Sorry, they're running the run 1005 people. They're running out of water and ice. The 1005. Yeah. Like we're, so we're oh. in, the, we're in the, like the front third of the, the aid yeah. group field. And these aid stations are running out of water and ice like they've got nothing we get there and they've got nothing wow. <laughs> you know wow. and there's still there's still two thousand odd guys behind me that have still got yeah. to come through these aid stations right and they've got like they've literally got nothing there for them well you top guys are greedy bastards aren't you yeah but to, but to be fair, food, leaving nothing. Hey? Yeah, like like as an overall experience and the and the whole event, like it it just it's it just exceeds all expectations in terms of what you see on the TV and and um you know what you, what you experience when you get here in real life. It's um it's like it's you you have to do it to be able to understand sort of understand just what it's about right was it windy on the bike for you what was the bike no we had we had the perfect conditions oh wow it was it was unbelievable it was um it was very very light uh head crosswind heading out so so we head north on the bike right yeah and we had a very light uh wind coming in from the northwest um very light and then when we made the turn for harvey uh we had cloud cover the whole way up and the whole way back, and then we had a nice, uh, nice tailwind all the way back to town. It was oh, it was an amazing day on the bike. How hot was yeah. it in the energy lab? Um, yeah, it was hot. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't as hot as what I thought it was going to be. Um, it was. It, I mean, it's hot. Like there's no there's no escaping it. But um, I was expecting to just absolutely melt. But uh, it it didn't um, it didn't quite uh, get as hot as what I expected it to be. So that was quite a nice surprise. Did well, your feet well done, burn? Painter? Did you no, feet my burn? feet didn't burn. No, oh. no. But I I did pee That's myself good. three times. 
On purpose? On purpose? Yeah, on, on purpose. On purpose. As, so oh, it just good. goes to show I was well, I was well hydrated. So so we don't have to we don't have to get in touch with your wife and say no. we're a bit worried about them. No, no, no. Not, not no, no. too early for the incontinence pads. You're all no, good. too early for that. No. <laughs> well, that's well, that's that's good. Look, good to hear you had a good race painter. You know, and I'll tell you the other thing too is like I, mean, I, yeah. I can only I can only speak for sort of what was happening around me, but the the drafting wasn't as blatant as what everybody sort of makes it out to be. Yeah, there was drafting going on, but for the most part, most people tried to at least try and maintain some sort of distance from each other. Yeah. Um, mm. I only had one peloton come past me, which had about maybe twelve guys in it. And they were they were just absolutely blatant. But to the officials' credits, every time I went past a penalty box, there was at least seven, eight guys sitting in there. Yeah, good. So, so, so do you reckon that's them. do you reckon that's um, the effect of the two days spread that the field wasn't as packed as it would have been? Like with the years I've raced there, there's just been masses of groups running down the road. Yeah, there's a I think more possibly. Out now. Yeah, because you don't you don't have the Females, no, no, stop it, boys. You do. You've got the same number of bikes on the road, probably. Even, yeah, but they've, they've got, got waves now. Back, yeah, back then it was, we were, oh, we were one wave. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, I so see. I think I with, the, with the wave starts, it's broken it up a little bit. Um, not yes. having some of the um, not having some of the faster ladies on the course that the that the guys will sort of tend to hang on to, and vice versa. Um, oh, it's, so um, yeah. I tell you who the biggest yeah. losers were in the two-day mm. affair, and that, that is the the top age group females. Yeah, because <laughs> they know how to um, work a work a work a strong male age grouper on the bike. <laughs> <They do. laughs> yeah. Okay. Please, please send all any sexist complaints about that point. Write them on a hundred-dollar <laughs> note and post them <laughs> into my wife, and we'll consider it. Right. But I'm telling yeah, yeah. you that it is you cannot deny the fact that. The top age group women, I'm talking about the women that, that are in the top five or 10 in their age groups, they know how to work, how to, how, how to work oh, yeah. out a, a strong guy. And mm. they just know how to work them. So they would have they would have had to have been forced to um, have a far cleaner race. I love the the, 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 the two-day format. Just one thing on, on, and it's not so much to do with, I'd like to see whether they could even do it for the age groupers. But en- we were talking about drafting. Enough is enough. A New Zealander has come up with a solution for drafting, mm. right? Race Ranger. Yeah. Um, James Alvary has come up with a solution for drafting. Ironman, you run a world championship race. It is a, you're a billion-dollar company. You have to spend, you have to have his product on those pro bikes for the fairness to the pros, for the fairness to the sport, for the fairness to bloody everybody. If there's a little mm. light that you can put, that you can, I don't care how long it takes to get them set up and rigged up, if there's a little light on the on the bottom of your bike that you can tell you, the person in front of you, or you're at 12 meters, you better start moving, boy, or whatever, mm. use it. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. The technology yeah, now I, exists. I, I agree. I think the um I think the product just needs a little bit of refining. Um, but never yeah, hundred percent. We've never seen it. We've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, have you not? Have uh, you has, not has seen Ra- it? Has Race Ranger been used before? No, no. I'm talking about in terms of um, like the 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 size of it. It need they need to make it a, like it's quite a big unit at the moment. Tough titty. It's no big, no bigger than a drink bottle sticking off the back of your seat. Yeah, that's Tough true. Titties. Yeah, fair point. All right, I take it back. Yeah, Tough you've convinced titties. me. Take it, take it back. Um, no, but we want to. We want clean race. Right. Let's solve the clean we, race. You, the technology yeah, got exists. To, solve the fucking race. You've got to. You've problem. got to take the subjectivity out of the ruling. You've and and make it black and white. Yes. And at the yeah, moment, when you've got someone on the back of a motorbike with a stopwatch yeah. and just using his eyes 
or, or his or her eyes to measure the 12 meters over a moving target, yeah. it becomes very subjective. Get rid, get rid of the subjectivity, make it black and white, and yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my, that was my take on drafting. You know, we've got the technology. Yeah. Technology now exists. You've got no excuses. You call yourself the world championship user technology. Here's my next big question. Ironman Kona, world champs, live or die, go bike painter. Uh, live. 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 Rob? Uh, I would have before this trip. I would have said die, but now I say live. Yeah, before and I'll, I'll 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 tell you why. Go because all the rumours of the locals hating it and everybody boycotting it and everyone getting, getting pissed off. I saw none of it. People were great. Like every, it was exactly the same that I've had previous years. And even to the point where we were being told that oh you need to take food over from Honolulu because they're running low on the supermarkets in Kona. We didn't, and thank fuck we didn't because it was shit loads of food. In the supermarket, yeah, yeah, the the place is fine. The the place needs the race. Let's keep it. Yeah, you know, um, what is what's the saying? Not in my backyard. There will always be a vocal element that don't want anything. They don't want. They don't want um, cruise ships. They don't want triathlons. Mm. They don't want cycle races. They don't want running races. They don't ever want their road closed. And to be fair, they probably don't even own a car or go onto these roads. Or, or even see a tourist, but they still mm. don't want them. And I, I'm with you. I was all for shifting it. I'm back in the Kona camp. Fuck, what up? Yeah. We're a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> we really hey, at least we can change it. Hey, at least we yeah, can change our opinion. Yeah. So we, we're not yeah. too big for that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not doubling down. Yeah. What we're saying is but what the, we saw was awesome. We want it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, there the has race. even down to the two day race. It's key. Yeah, there have been some pretty big infrastructure changes, particularly the Queen K is dual carriageway all the way to the airport. So back in the oh, day, wow. it was single road, and you, they used to ride on both sides of the road, and it would take that would have to close the whole road down now. But but yeah. now they've they've got one side of the highway is still open to one direction, cool. so it's it, yeah. it works perfectly. And all the cafes and bars in town they're so busy. And oh, you can't tell, tell, oh, you yeah. imagine telling those people when we're taking everything yeah, no, away from you. No, no, yeah. But because because Beryl living on up on the hill a bit goes, just don't want them here. Never sees them, mm. never, never, mm. never, never engages in the event, just knows it's there and wants it to go away. Mm. If that's the reason that they want to ship Cancona, I wonder whether there's um bigger, you know, when we hear stories about it, I'm not I'm not calling fake news or anything i wonder whether there's this bigger shit afoot that we don't know about you know that that maybe 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 it is preordained that kona was going they just need the excuse to move it anyway and that i, I do i buy up the food chain i thought let's let's, yeah. let's shit can kona i i have i have got some concerns like around the expos and stuff that was much smaller than it has been in the past and i think a lot of the companies who used to get in behind it have, have looked at it and gone it's too expensive like we didn't have the the pre-race parties that a lot of the companies would put on the functions yeah. and things and and um that was a real that was a real shame because they were some of the, the really good parts of it where before the event you could go along to a, a, a company sponsored event and you could listen to people talk and it was just it was really good they didn't have much of that at all this year expo was small um I, there wasn't much I, can, stuff can i just say on that rob i i i don't know this is, i could be completely wrong i would say that COVID has had a way bigger impact on small to medium businesses as well yeah they've had, they've had a a tough couple of years and all of a sudden they're like shit you would love to get back to hawaii then they find out like bike painter found out hey no discounts on accommodation anymore on this island right yeah. and things have grown up exponentially they're like love to be there can't afford to be there yeah. then all of a sudden you may have just 
you know, the, 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 the big companies with the big checkbooks that want to, want to really expose their brand to, you know, the elite of the world, triathlon, mm. they'll, they'll still man up and go. But um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, they got the numbers, right? The, mm. the island want, well, I'm going to say this, Rob, does the island want the race? What yeah, it does. Feel? it does. Yeah, it does. Would it does, you, yeah. would you say, did you feel at any stage bike painter like you weren't mm. welcome in Kona? Like I wasn't welcome. Like you weren't welcome. Yeah. No, not at all. No, uh, the the overwhelming um, uh, sound that was coming from like you would hear locals talking about it, saying how good it was to have the race back and how much they missed um, supporting the athletes and uh, yeah, that it, it yeah. was it was overwhelmingly supportive. Um, yeah. I think the entire time um, that I've been here. I've only had one car toot at me like in wow. an aggressive way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire time, you know, out mm. of all that traffic that's traveling along that highway, all the bike rides that we've done, um, everyone is so um, careful of the athletes out training while they're driving along that highway. Um, yeah. Does it have uh, the same amazing. sort of welcoming feel that Taupo has? Uh, in a way it does, but it's different. It, it's very, very different. American. Um, American. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very American. Like everything's very commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Just American. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boys, boys, I put my head in my hands because we really, we, we, not only do we have the shifting sands TAB, we now <laughs> officially have the shifting sands predictions because <laughs> I can't believe that we were, we can, we, we collectively created an echo chamber and, Talk ourselves into saying, yeah, let's move Kona. And then, then Kona comes around, we were like, well, don't fucking move Kona. Don't move Kona, yeah, don't you move man. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, look, I, I don't want any, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't like I don't like change. But tell me, was there anything wrong with that elite race that they need to work on? Um, oh, I've got it. I've got it. Right. I've got it. We're going to retire out. What's her name on the Facebook commentary? Gigi uh, or something? Didi. 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 Can we please? I mean, we, oh, I don't, nine hours of listening to Didi. Just please. That was punishing. Don't, don't, do not hand me a loaded gun. I'm sorry, but you, don't, you boys don't have to yeah. say this. I'll fucking say it. Don't give me a loaded gun. I'm sure she's a lovely person, but I just can't take nine hours of, of that tone of American accent. It's beyond, beyond the pale. Hey, I tell you, hey, um, yep. how, how, how many Morton moves did you do during the day, Matt? Ooh. How many moves? <laughs> how many Morton moves? More, oh, geez, <laughs> I was like, how many times? Like, how many times can they say say that? Like, it was like another Morton move. Morton move. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I tell you, I tell you what. Wait on, wait on, wait on. What is a Morton move? I it's, have no idea, but I, <laughs> it's commercialism at its worst. A Morton move. Yeah. It's, Morton a, it's commercialism and advertising at its worst. Oh. <laughs> no one is knows. It to do with, it, is it to do with the gels, with the with the nutrition? I think it's just when someone passes someone else, they say, and there's a Morton move. I don't know what I don't it know. means. I'm going to have to Google it. But let me tell you something. Yeah. Right. So in my age group, right, 600, 670-odd competitors, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of dick swinging going on in my age group, <laughs> right? A lot of dick swinging. <laughs> like, and I'll tell you dick, what. I, I hate to say it, but there were a lot of matches getting burnt early on in the ride. And oh, you said it. You said it because... Because there were guys popping left, right, and center. Now, I must have right? passed 200 people on the run, at oh, least. wow. At least. Walking, sitting down, and these were guys that were, like, hammering it on the bike. Like, they, 
it, like you wouldn't believe. So there was a there was a lot of dick swinging. Peter, we Rob and I have discussed it. I said yeah. that Gustav Eden is going to be the greatest all time long distance. Uh, Triathlete of all time. Uh, I think you're a bit, a bit premature. No, I don't. He's the greatest. Already. How can? Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's it's his first, his first uh, Kona. Never I wouldn't say of, in any any long distance race. No one's beaten him. Yeah. So since Daytona, yeah, good. Since Daytona, when yeah. he exploded onto the scene, never been beaten. Yeah. The only reason Blaney uh, won um, St. George is because he didn't turn up. He got crook. I mean, it's a big call to make. I mean, but you, you're comparing I, them, comparing him to you know the likes of Mark Allen, Dave Scott. Yeah, I am already, and I'm saying he's better. But then again, we all, I'm also the guy that is in a podcast where all three of us wanted um, Kona to be shifted somewhere around the world. <laughs> and now, so, now we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was my, that was my take on that. What was your take on the men's race overall? My take, um, yeah, it was interesting because I didn't really, I didn't really get to watch it. I only, I only saw bits of it while I was out on the bike, sure. um, and and seeing the lead pack coming back. Um, uh, my prediction was right in that Lionel Sanders was going to pop. Uh, I knew mm. that was going to happen, um, and that happened quite early, like in the bike. You could just see. He, he, he was deflated. Um, I was a bit disappointed with old uh, Colin. Um, Charles, yeah, we mentioned uh, that. Because um, yeah. he was mm. he was behind Lionel on the run. Um, I yeah. tell you something funny because I was running out to the energy lab as Sanders was running back along the Queen K, and I saw him, and he looked absolutely awful. And I was like, "Fuck, I might catch him. I could probably catch him." <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought I was in with a chance. so um and never in a million years would i've would i've picked uh sam laidlow never no never ever guys just that's another thing to add about genuinely genuinely how shit we are people tune into our podcast because they want facts and they want the concise answers as to what's going to happen at the big races leading up not one of you boys told me sam laidlow not one of you boys said max newman not one of no. you, not me, no, no. no one. We had 10 people predicting and no one said those names. <laughs> uh, Brookie had half of the New Zealand team there and no one mentioned Sam, Sam Laidlow. <laughs> so, no. Come on, what the fuck? Never would have picked it, never. What is that? Did Don't we get run. sucked into? Did we get sucked into the Norwegians only train? Did we get sucked into a certain brand of um, athlete and not others? I think, you know, we, uh, I, I said, no, I think it is, there was... There was a lot of people down here that were just as surprised as us. We couldn't even mm. pick them as wild cards. No. No, we couldn't. Is no that, one even had them as, as a dark horse. That is genuinely, boys, how shit we are. I think, I think were, um, we were absolutely were three, shit with our picks. There were three Frenchmen in the top 10. Wow. <laughs> What's going on there? Hey, hey, um, hey. Now, Hoxie. I picked Blummy to blow. I picked Blummy to blow. I picked Blummy to blow. I've got to, I've yeah. got to call you out. I got to call you out, Hoxie. Go. Because on our previous podcast about three days ago, I made a prediction that to get inside the top ten, you would have to go sub eight hours, and you poo pooed it. I did. Yeah, you. That was a good call. You poo pooed it. Yeah. yeah. And well, I called it. You got me there, bike painter. You got me. You got yeah. me cold. All I was quoting yeah. was I don't know history. Yeah. <laughs> I was quoting history. <laughs> Why did yeah. these guys turn up and go? History be damned. There you go. Uh, what conditions. Conditions were one of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what? I think we're going to. You know, I think we'll see. Yeah, I, I think conditions. The conditions definitely helped because, like you said, it wasn't a windy day. No, but, um, and it wasn't hot. But it wasn't hot either. But I do think, and listening to their coach talking um, a couple of days beforehand, 
this they knew this was going to happen. They knew this time was going to come. But he did mm-hmm. say that they're going to be doing two twenty five in two years' time. Oh, which which that, that, that's that's just, just incredible. Get right? off the stage. Get off the stage. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Get off the stage. We're not going to see sub two thirty. Get off the fucking stage. Forget <laughs> it. Now you now you're just being a madman. You know, um, that's what that's what we, that's what you think when they said seven forty in Kona. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like who who would have ever thought that? Crowy Crowy no. did eight oh two, and everyone thought that was no. never going never going to get beaten. No, no. <laughs> Langer was the first man under eight hours, and and he comes eleventh. He comes eleventh, and the record gets broken. Does seven forty, but Langer was the first man under eight hours, and he still goes under eight hours to come eleventh. It's come tenth. Right. Yeah, that's, I'm going um, to test you with another one. I think. A shitload of that field of the elite pro men raced with a shit tactic, right? When I watched the bikes turn at Harvey, I text. Or obviously, you didn't get the message painted because you were racing. Yeah, but I right. text. I text you both at that precise time and said, "That's it. The race is over. The leaders have gone." Because it mm. was who it was the it was the two Norwegians, Sam Laidlow, Max Newman, and Dietlev. And I mm. thought to myself, "What in God's name are the rest of you pros doing in this race?" And letting those five guys go. That's that is a good question. Yeah. That's what I want to know, right? You let those five guys go by Harvey. You would have seen them at the turn. You are what are you what are you doing? At that pace, you're racing for sixth to tenth. Mm. Oh, they probably might have thought, oh, okay, look, um, there'll be blunt, they'll, they'll, maybe maybe we're racing for um fourth and fifth, but we're not racing for first and second anymore. A, a spanner in the works might have been chucked in there when Ditlev got his drafting penalty, because that, that was probably expected that he would be the guy that bridges across. Yeah. But he was already up in that turn group, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, can't, I don't know. I wasn't sure. Wasn't so, sure about that. So here's, so here's yeah. my point. I also, I think that the, the dairy farmer told me that um, Sam Laidlow had to throw his power numbers out the window and had to go with yeah. them and had to attack. Remember I asked in the previous podcast, what do you do when the race goes past you and you're, you're, you're pushing your, your, I've got to do 275 fucking watts or whatever the number is. I don't know, right? Mm. What do you do when the Norwegians ride off and are slowly, slowly pulling away from you? What do you do? Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you go harder to stay with them and try and stay in the race and try and win this thing? Or do you go, my scientist told me to ride my bike at 275 watts. Over to you. Well, is that what um, is that what Sanders was doing? So, well, because yeah, he was everyone. So all that all that chase group they got they got left behind. Mm. What happened? They were all there out of the swim. It was this giant? I, I I for the life of me I thought these twenty guys are gonna just mark each other the whole way back to town. Mm. But then all of a sudden, I think someone stopped working, and bam, and bam, the, the 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 gap happened. Yeah, I think I think part of it would have like the people would have gone into it with an expectations of okay, Braden's going to be working hard at the front of the bike, and then all of a sudden, oh shit, Braden's sick. Well, he's not going to be doing it. So who else is going to do it? Oh, you know, um, Sanders is way back, so we know he's not going to be coming up across. Um, yeah. And all those normal big players. And meanwhile, Laidlow's gone. Well, there goes the race, and I'm I'm going yeah. with it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take every opportunity. Was it the, was it the typical? There's no daddy in this peloton saying, "Oi, come on, we're not letting this gap go." Yeah, um, there was probably yeah. you're, you're probably right. There was no you know what I mean. Patron. You know, someone saying, "Enough's enough. We can't let this gap go," and they just yeah. let them disappear. And then and then I think that um, they all made the mistake of letting Sam Laidlow go up again. Hey, so I don't know mm. anything about this guy, Rob. Tell me a bit about him. Oh, he's he's French, but he's got an English name, and oh, he's, he's actually quite interesting. He's a froggy. Yeah, yeah, Still froggy. Is it? But, yeah. Oh, ho, 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 froggy. Yeah, but he's he's English. He speaks English. Like he speaks. He's right. got a full on English accent. But um, I'm lost he grew up now. In is France. he a froggy? Is he is he a real? Is he is he okay? Torenzo Bazzoni is a Kiwi, not a South African. Yeah. No, he's French. He's French. He's French. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. thank you. But but he's he's quite interesting. Like he's 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 got he's had quite an atypical development in the sport, and um and he's sort of always done things on his own. He's sort of he has done a, dabbled in a little bit of ITU racing, but I just don't think it gelled for him. And you listen to his interviews and podcasts, and he's he's pretty relaxed, pretty laid back dude, eh? And um he just likes a bit of a laugh, and wow. you almost don't you can't take the guy seriously until he does something like this, and then you're like, oh shit, yeah. we forgot about him. I, I tell uh, you especially, was, sorry, I tell you who's sticking pins into into the same laid Sam Laidlow voodoo doll <laughs> right now. And that's Christian Blumfeld. And Sam Long. And Sam Long. <laughs> yeah, and Sam Long, yeah. They're sticking yeah. pins into him. You know, yeah. because he was the guy that broke through. He was the dark horse. He was the dark horse and none of us picked him. I think that was mm. actually one of our questions was who's the dark horse? And we couldn't even pick him. Nor nor by the way, Max Newman, tell me a bit more about him. I know he's an Aussie and that's where it ends. Mm. He's, was it was it Max Newman that beat Braden Curry at Kings? Correct, correct. Yeah, and he's, so he's, he's always warm. he's all yeah, and he's always been an, an awesome swimmer. Um, but yeah, he's just a he's a he's a rapid runner, eh? Like he was he was attacking them on the run. It was you know he wasn't waiting for the Norwegians to do the move. He was clearly pushing some pushing them effort. Yeah, in. yeah. I, um, I just, yeah. But, I, I think that's my big question. Why do you let the race disappear because you're um, scientist says you've got to push this number of watts in this particular race at this particular moment. Can you not trust your instinct? What is instinct? Yeah, I is, think. Is, um, or am I being? A, or am I being a hypocrite because I'm saying that? No, no. I, I think for the for the most part, like you know, these these guys have got a bit of a plan. There's a lot of scientific based evidence on their training and that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, like for me as well, um, you know, I was coming back towards town. We took the we took the uh, the hill down from Harvey, and then we took the turn off back onto the main highway. And from there, I think it's about, uh, I think it's about another 60 kilometers back to town or something. I, I forget what the actual yeah. kilometers are, but with, you know, 60, 60 or 70 K to go, all of a sudden I just felt amazing. And I was like, you know what, if I feel good, I'm going to go. And so I did. And like, yeah. I absolutely just moved it back into town. I felt amazing, like absolutely amazing coming back in. And I did. Yeah. So I think, did yeah, you, you have to go it? a little bit, bit on instinct. Did you pay for it? No, not, not so much. No, I mean, I, I started the run comfortably. I did have a, a small injury issue um, after about 22K on the run. Um, but no, I didn't pay for it um, in terms of um, fatigue or, or blowing up or anything. So no. what, I'm, what I'm saying I think, um, is... You can't have it all. You can't you say it's all science or it's all gut feel. What's really yeah. cool is that I think there's still a little bit of a black art around winning, mm. unless you're yeah. freely. I think, no I, black I think yeah. I think the problem is, um, and and I mean they use the science for the training because you, you get better by it with the right information. Yeah. And so the training, the training is on point. The training follows the science, but the racing yeah. doesn't necessarily have to follow the science. The racing has to follow the race. And I think I think so that's it has where to follow the race. Yeah, and we're not. A, I mean, we're we're not privy to what goes on in the Sanders camp and all those other camps. But I, I don't wonder if if they're in their head going, "Well, in training, I felt like this, and this was my number, and so therefore that's what I should be doing." And you know, they almost you almost think they need to turn off their training brain and turn on their race brain and yeah, just trust that the work the yeah, the work yeah. has been done. You are going to go fast. Yes, just don't worry about it. Don't don't think about it too much. Yeah, you've got this. I do. I also do yeah. wonder whether it can it can be counterproductive to your mindset. If you your 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 race plan was to race at two seventy watts, and all of a sudden you're going, well, I'm pushing two nineties to stay with these guys. I'm going to stay with this two ninety. Does that mm. not in your head sow seeds of doubt that 
oh my God, I'm pushing 20 watts ahead of what I should be pushing. Right. So the science the, could then fuck you in the head. Yeah. But and you, the I don't is, know. I don't know. I'll, 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 I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I've got it perfect, but, but um, what I do with, with Rebecca is, um, is we talk, we talk numbers and training, but on race day, I, I don't give her any power targets. I say, you know, you're, you're the athlete, you know how the race is going. You can read it. You go and do what you have to do. And, she does. She makes smart decisions. She she follows the right people. She yeah. um, does the right thing, and you know, and she picks her moments, and you know, she comes away with a with a with a solid result. And and I think that what what she will learn from that will will help a lot more in the future. Whereas if I said to her, "Oh, you need to hold this this power for the section, this power for the section," so I'm putting a lot on me getting it right, and I don't know if I'm going to get it right. So yeah, I think I think some people just have to look at it and go, "Well, there's the race. I need to chase." Yeah, that's right. So that, by the way, is the perfect segue into the women's race. Um, so first up, Rob, we'll say we'll say with Bex. How's Bex now? How's her mindset? Is she happy with how with her performance? Oh, yeah, she's happy, but she's she's gutted about the drafting penalty, and right. um, she's accepting of it. But it yep. was just a situation that um, she just found her in, found herself in, and thought she may have got a warning for it first, just just a bit of a heads up, but. Um, but it was just in a, it was in a section where it's quite rolly, and you come down a little, a, you know, go down a dip, and you come up the other side, and she just rolled into the back of the rider in front, and just got a bit too close. And yeah. um, but it was it was just it was happening a lot. It was through that section that's where most of those people got those penalties. Yeah. Um, but she's absolutely stoked to be in the in the front pack in that swim. And in fact, she was set, she she's recorded second out of the water because um, Lauren Brandon, who was second out of the water, didn't finish the race, so. So Bex is officially second out of the water behind Lucy wow. Charles. Um, she was sitting in fourth on the bike saying, I can't believe I'm riding fourth in the world championships. And this was about yeah. 30 or 40 K into it. Um, and, and, and then, uh, you know, had went through a couple of debt, couple of patches in the bike where she struggled a little bit, but then got onto the run and she's been running really well this season. So we just knew that she was just going to have to keep fueling and keep cool. And she kept a pretty good pace the whole way. Like there wasn't much drop off. Um, but she was a little bit bummed that you know the five minute penalty cost her possibly three three places, um, wow. and you don't yeah. know you don't know how I mean that and that gets into the money and it was three grand for fifteenth place I think so you know come away from that going ah oh, damn but then I said well you know we've just started let's come back next year and have yeah. another crack at it that's right um, um, but yeah like, over, the overall experience was amazing for her awesome like we we touched on it earlier you know. Um, James Avery Alvary solved that problem for the sport. Can we please yes. implement it now and put our big pants on and, and yes. have, have take the subjectiveness out of the decision-making so Bex can look at the bike ahead, see a green light on the bike ahead or whatever it is, or I don't know how it works, and bam-o, um, she, knows, she knows what she's yeah. doing and she's not going to have a, have a race fucked over because of it. So, so boys, talk to me about this woman's winner because, as I said, she is now going um, about two minutes slower than Cameron Brown was going in 2002. And Bike Painter, I can recall you asking me a question about how times have dramatically got faster in Kona, and I told you to get fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bike Painter, times have just got dramatically faster. <laughs> mate, I tell you what, mate, even mate, a broken clock is right today. Oh, eh? my God. We've, you know, we've gone, we, we just jumped from, we couldn't break eight hours. We couldn't yeah. break eight hours in Kona. We might have been a high, high seven. And then all of a sudden, Fredino fucking nails it. And then, and then Gus turns up and he nails it as well. Now everybody's doing it. Now everybody's doing it. Now there's what, yeah. eight, how, how many people in the sub eight? Top 10. No, 10. 10. Yep. And, and, and Worth was, 
Worth was 12 seconds over. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, Wayne. Jeez, Wayne. So yeah, these, uh, these, these ladies are quick, man. They so are that's, fast. That's another, that's another thing that we, we're getting wrong. Well, I got wrong. Did we get anything? Hey, stop, boys. Stop. Did we get anything right this weekend? Anything. We didn't get the women's winner. We didn't get the men's winner. No. Did we get anything right? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. nothing. I don't think we, no, we got nothing right. Nothing. We got nothing right. Women's race. Rob, tell me a bit about this woman's winner. I barely know the name. So she yeah, she's coached by Kiwi Dan Plus. Wow. And um, and which I, I don't think we can reiterate enough how how significant that is. That's that's a huge effort. Um, but she so she she benefited from the maternity package that PTO put up. So um. She was fifth at the time on PTO points. So for 18 months, she received the equivalent amount of money that she would have got had she not become pregnant. Wow. So that was an, that enabled wow. her to keep keep receiving money. And then as part of the, I think, I think to, to get it, you have they have to obviously say, yeah, well, we'll come back to the sport after. And so she's obviously come back to the sport 18 months later and um has just gone through in one Kona. So I think hey, I think hey, she's 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 a, she's a She's done that East German thing. Oh, she yeah, yeah, possibly. They get the athlete <laughs> pregnant on purpose and have a baby on purpose because it yeah. makes the woman stronger. Have you well, heard we that? Wait for, for Nicholas Ferrig. That's that's a legit um, rumour, eh? That that that, yeah. that, that, that women can come. Rob, someone better get Bex pregnant, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. I, can, I can send out a message through the potty, Bex, if you need to find any, any suitable contacts, right? Yeah, there might be a and few let, coming let's out. Let's get Bex pregnant now. We, let's time this well. We're going to think this out. We're going to time it well, right? So she can get a qualifying spot in for Hawaii done. Bamo, spit the baby out, dump the baby on appearance, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's in Hawaii and she's superwoman. I'll, uh, I'll add it to the training plan. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I'm gonna burn it down for what I say. I swear to God, I'm gonna burn it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and walk downstairs and tell her now. Yeah, <laughs> tell her we're planning it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so okay. So she has a baby and she comes back and she's superwoman. That's yeah, right. but That's uh, she, I mean, she was. She, she's got a 15, 10, 5,000 meter time. Wow. So she's no slouch. Yeah. So she's always been yeah, a great yeah, runner. Yeah. Probably so a product of the Olympic, US. What is she Olympic triathlete? Uh, no. Um. I think she did. She, she did do ITU racing, but um. Again, it was that whole selection time. Was it? Would she have done Rio? No, she didn't race Olympics, but it was that whole time of um. You know that selection phase where you know you're either in the plan or you're not, and oh, um. Gotcha. She obviously wasn't wasn't there, so they so she went long course. Um. And I think it's probably made the right move. Were you surprised about how fast she went? Um. Yes. Oh, we didn't even, yes. We didn't. We didn't pick her, eh? No. We didn't even Dark Horse mention her, did we? I, no. I, I did on an I did on another podcast. <laughs> oh really? Oh really? Oh, they just they just got my cough going again. You're, You're fucking kidding me. Okay. I had time so to that, think that, about that, it. That, 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 yeah, that's right. That gives us time to just be consistent, and that everything we predicted for Kona got we got wrong. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I think we also predicted Lucy Charles Barclay the bomb. Uh, I can't remember what I said. I think I said she would come third. Actually, I think I had I think I had her at second. I, I had Reef at first, but man, she tanked. Yeah, not, oh, none man. of us picked the Reef. None of us Lucy picked the Charles Barclay the bomb. No, I didn't. No. What happened to Daniela Reef? No idea. Well, no be, idea. Pushed, she pushed, she would, pushed it too hard on the bike. She cooked herself, and then she tried she to flex hard. on LCB. Uh, just yeah. just before the finish, and made that big passing maneuver, and that was it. She was done. She didn't have the legs. Is she, why has she been so hot and cold in recent years? 
has she been hot and cold in recent years, or did, was the world title that she won a few months ago not? You That's know, the hot. That's the hot. She has she has won ten world she has won ten world titles. I five, guess that in the last couple, years, last couple of years, last couple of years when we've had <laughs> racing back, has she been hot and cold? Didn't she bomb at the the Collins Cup? Did she bomb, or did she choose not to race hard? Yeah. But this is what I'm saying, right? You know, we we the Daniela Reef we saw at St George. Oh my God, we had every reason to make her our, our prediction. But there was also the Daniela Reef that bombed. Well, well I want to say it, bomb. Yeah, just didn't didn't or, or didn't didn't fire a shot at the Collins Cup. Well, she turned up to Conan, didn't fire a shot here. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I think Sorry, she fired a shot, but it was a mistimed shot. Yeah, because you know she rode 4:36, which is just ridiculously fast. But I, I think I think the. Yeah, it's a hard one to call. Right. Because I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like Lucy Charles Barclay. Oh, Jerry Farmer doesn't like her either. I just don't like her. Okay, I don't have any mm. any reasons to why I don't like her. I just don't like her, right? And mm. I, I, I was I was predicting her to not, not go that well. Uh, she showed us again. But my God, who would want the, the record of second, 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 second? Oh, how terrible is that? <laughs> but yeah. that that's just the worst record in the world to have, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything worse than being second thing that they're having that ribbon. And and who so like, just what? like uh, like Brad Bevan in the nineties. Oh, yeah. No, no, Hamish Carter in the nineties to Brad Bevan. Oh, Hamish Carter won a gold medal. Brad Bevan never won anything. But you see the nineties. You see the nineties. Uh, yeah, in the nineties, Brad Bevan won everything. Brad Bevan won. Yeah, everything he won. In the 90s. He won seven series titles, but he never won a world title. A one right. world title race. Yeah, that's right. He that's won. Right. He, he won everything except for the races that mattered or counted or that were. <laughs> that's, right. Of any that's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah, but I, I, I think Lucy's even is even even greater again than his. Second, 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 second. Right. Oh, that's awful. Eh? She's, got, she's got the world's greatest. Um, um, social media team behind her, eh? Wow. I mean, the amount of advertisements yes. we saw of her talking to us back over the nine hours of watching it, just give us a break, will you? She must make some coin. From that. God bless her. Must make- I'm so proud yeah. of her. Business business, business acumen and business skills, absolutely. Still doesn't mean I don't like her. And, who, and, mm. and so who, who was the – Who? Oh, I can't even think back that far. Who was third? Annie Haug. Annie Haug. They didn't fire a shot, eh? Um, and I think Anne Haug had an amazing race. She rode 4.41. Which for someone who's not really been a great cyclist in the past, that's a that's a yeah. huge ride. Second well, fastest bike. Second well, fastest is it bike. Just because what we saw from um, Sodaro was almost like a Gustav Eden like performance. But with these other people yeah. behind her really fucking awesome. But yeah. she was just yeah. so much better again. Yeah. You know, that that's kind of the theme of the weekend. It's how good those winners were. I mean, where we were standing um, about two k's into the run in the women's race, and you, you can pretty quickly pick who's going to be running well, and who isn't. Everybody except for Sadar and Haug were running good. Like they, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, every Sadar and Haug were running awesome. Everybody else was struggling yeah. already, and and you knew from you knew from that point, oh, it's going to be down to these two, these guys. Lucy, Lucy didn't look great at all the whole run, but she hung yeah. tough. Yeah, she's tough, eh? Yeah. Mm. Um, and anything else to add about the women's race that you thought? Or I thought it was a great race too. If you enjoyed watching, yeah, that I, th- as well. I was good to see Lisa Norton. You know, she's she's um, you know, she she's gone from Olympic silver medal to she was fifth at Kona, so she's she's come across the sport pretty well. It's taken her a while to get there, but she, it was good to see her racing well. Um, but no, there was no one really who jumped. Boys, should we stay two day Kona male racing, women racing? Yes or no, Rob? You first. Uh, yeah, I think so. 
part of it part of me says no but then the rest of it says yes because we got we got to see a whole woman's race which is an yeah, amazing awesome. race 100 percent one of the big yeah. ones completely agree it was yeah. cool to have them to have their own space eh? oh yeah it was cool undivided attention even if we did have yeah. the, the suffer another eight hours of dd commentating <laughs> you know boy yeah um that was huge win that um Painter, what do you think yeah i think i i like the two-day format i think having the um the separate days is awesome. It, for one, it gives uh, everyone that's here a chance to actually watch some racing as well, because I think that's the one thing um, as a competitor um, you miss is that you actually miss getting to watch some of the racing and mm. being able to watch the the women's race on Thursday. And we watched it um, both on the on the TV and then we were running down to the course. We we're only we we're only a couple of minutes away from the the um, the bike and the run parts of the course um, down here and um, just off Palani. Yep. And so we were able to run back and forth depending on where, when people were coming in and just being able to watch the racing um, is, yeah, it was, it, it was good. It, 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 added, it added another, another factor to the whole experience, mm. which was you know, another positive factor that you, that you got to watch some of the racing as well. Okay, boys, and, it incre- and it increased the support for us too when when the other when the other um yeah. day was raining. So so you, yeah. you actually got more support as well. So it, it, it overall it it works really well. The other thing I'd I would say is if anybody listening to this is interested in it and thinks I'm not I'm not going to qualify. Sorry, how am I ever going to get there? Go for a holiday. Like it's it's one of the yeah. best holidays you can have. It's just it's try from heaven. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. You're right, dead right. You know, it's 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 the holiday you don't take your wife to that doesn't like triathlon, though. I will add that. Yeah. <laughs> That's just quite exactly. let me just qualify that statement. Um, but I completely agree with you there, Rob. If, if, if you want to be immersed mm. in the sport, there's no better place to be immersed in the sport. Mm. I tell you, um, I, let me add to that. Go for a holiday yeah. and volunteer on the aid stations. Oh That's yeah. Hey, please tell me, please tell me Fredino did a full session on that aid station and didn't do it for a photo opportunity. He was there for a few hours, eh? Certainly good, there for a few hours. Well. Yeah, as yeah. long as he put in a good yeah. couple of solid hours, right? So I'm, I'm not here yeah. just to hand out cups to the lead women to say hi to my mates. I'm here to do it for, yeah. the, um, for the numpties as well. He was good definitely on. there when, when when the lead women were running up Palani and he was still there when they were coming back the other way. There you um, go. That, that's awesome. And, but he wasn't there for the men's race. Probably because oh, probably because he didn't want to see his record go. <laughs> and probably had, he had commitments. I will add. I, I I heard him being interviewed by uh, what's his name, the little the little Aussie guy, oh, Greg um, Greg Welch. Greg, Greg Welch. 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 was talking to um, uh, Fredino. Fredino <laughs> is an awesome. They should add him to the commentary team right now. Put mm. him in there. Sorry, Didi. We will have Fredino over you. Don't give me the sexist bullshit. He's fucking better at the job than you are, Didi. Love you. You're getting pastured out, right? Mm. He is awesome. He could talk for nine hours on that sport. He seems passionate about it, and he loves it. And he is, mate. It, his English, his English is better than us three put together. Oh yeah, and it's a, yeah. and it's yeah. a second language. Yeah. He was way He's more eloquent at speaking than us three put together. Yeah, right. Um, one, one, one thing I wanted to ask you guys, and I know it's a we hate living in what ifs. What if Brownie was there and going good? Boom! Boom! Did you hear the sort of boom? <laughs> Did you hear it? Did you feel it? No, because, it wasn't an earthquake because, in New Zealand. That was Brownie on you, the run. Yeah, exactly. But you know he would have gone with Laidlow. You know he would have gone with Laidlow. <laughs> did, did I make it too obvious there, Rob, what I thought about what happened to Brownie? Yeah. yeah he's no, a, no, he's no. Another, yeah. He's another one that suffered from um, from Kona. Old he did, Kona, yeah. I call it yeah. Kona COVID. triathlon, old man disease. Yeah. It finishes off the old men of triathlon. <laughs> yeah. It really does. 
It really does. Except you uh, know who it didn't finish off? Who? Keenley. Sebastian Keenley. He Which had jump? he had one of sixth. He had his fastest race ever at that race. Right. Came sixth. That's a that's crazy, huge. Right? That's a huge result. That's yeah, crazy. that's amazing. Yeah, it really is. And he looks like an old man so, too. Yeah, and he. I know, but he was such an. He had such a good race. Like, he yeah. just got better and better. And he ran two forty eight. So he ran one of his fastest runs in his year of retirement. This is his last race. He goes out yep. with a result like that. That's that's how you do it. Hey, eh? that's how you retire. Yep. Hey, so final takeaway, boys. Final takeaway. Have you got a final thought on on Kona twenty twenty two? I'll say. <laughs> I can't say we'll never see that again. But I can't yeah. believe we just saw. We just saw that. I can't believe what we saw. That's a fair <laughs> argument. Are there painter? Yeah. What yeah, do you think? What's your final oh, takeaway? My, I, I, got so, I got so many takeaways, I couldn't even give you one. It was just an unreal experience. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If you ever, ever, anyone out there listening ever gets the opportunity to do it, if they qualify and you think, oh, I don't know, I don't know, do it. Just 100% do it because you will mm. not regret it. Good man. You will not regret it. Just do oh, whatever it takes. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you two two, two pieces yep. of advice. Yes. Uh, quit your job, get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> sell, sell the Camaro. <laughs> yeah, sell the Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> you just start another um, Those were good pieces of advice. They were dead set. 100%, 100% put it on your list. Do it. Do whatever yeah. it takes to get there. Right. I'm going to love and leave you. I've got, I got a, I got an award ceremony and an after yeah, party yeah, to go. Yeah. So I'm going. All good. All good. Hey, all good. Thank you for your help. See you Hey, so, so <laughs> okay. Rob, you'll love. Rob, you'll love this. Oh, my, my takeaway yep. was um, the gods of the Kona Island. I'm so sorry that this podcast doubted you. We yes. doubted you, and we should not have doubted you. You are the spiritual home of our sport. Any more talk about moving it from Kona, but it will never come from this podcast again. Yeah, until we that's change right, our yeah. mind. Until we change our yeah, mind. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. We can do that. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. So there we go. That's, that's our, our Kona wrap. Oh, by the way, Rob, I just want to point something out. I have mm. still not seen my wife. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm still sitting in the car, in the car park at Westfield Chermside in Brisbane. Haven't heard or seen from my wife the whole time I've been on oh, the dear. podcast. Oh, dear. Yeah. I hope she hasn't got the credit card. She's <laughs> got the credit card. She's got the credit card. But, oh, I've, I've kind of got a stung because we're, we're flying to Melbourne tomorrow and it's only carry-on. So oh, she's he has got no bag. So. <laughs> Not that that's a problem. She'll probably work some way around it. All right, Rob. Well, when you when okay. you back in uh, New Zealand, when you get back, when you get back, we get get back on Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, good man. I hope the bags. So we head, make it a- head. Yeah, that'll be good. But we're heading out for uh, something uh, taco and cold beers on Waikiki Beach somewhere. So that'll be nice. Yeah, sounds perfect. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Rob. Okay, I'll, cheers, I'll, mate. I'll, I'll put this in the can. I'll cut those ninety-seven coughs out, hopefully, and we'll go from there. Totally good. Cheers, mate. Take care. Okay, See you, man. Bye. 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 Bye.